be a Rockefeller, and this is Reading with the Rockefellers, a family YA book club podcast. Today we'll be discussing Glass Sword, the second book in the Red Queen series by Victoria Avion. So grab a copy and join us on this literary journey. Welcome to episode 14 of Reading with the Rockefellers. Today we'll be continuing our discussion on chapter 15 of Glass Sword by Victoria Aviard. Here yeah. we go. Oh. Shocking and slicing and dicing. <laughs> it's time to go through the security center. If there was one chapter that we were going to split, this is a perfect one. Because yeah. there's a lot that happens. And it it's... It's so easy to split. In a short amount of time, yeah. though, too. It, it's so perfect. Yeah. Like, you can split it almost exactly in half. Yeah, and we really needed to because we we've got so much to talk about yeah. what happens here. Because Cal is the only one that knows his way through this building. Yes. So Cal's having to lead the way, and he's got this giant wall of flame that he's just kind of sending through keeping everyone at bay. But he's not trying to kill them. But he's not trying to kill him, and he knows that sooner or later there's going to be a nymph or a stone skin, and that's going to be the ones that aren't going to be able to be stopped by his wall of fire. Right. But Mare can handle the nymph. Can she shock a stone skin? I would imagine. Uh, I think to a certain point, Yes. I, I, there yeah, may be a limitation on that, but like she did in the. Bowl I think of you bonds, could maybe? because they're they're skin stone, but the inside isn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there may be some limitations on it. It may not be quite she as easy. She shocks them as hard as she possibly could. Yeah, I right. think she could. I think that they would still probably fry their brain inside their skull. I know that's yeah. disgusting, but. Or like, if she made con- if she made contact with like a soft soft flesh like stuck her finger stuck her fingers in their eyeballs or in his nose or up the nose Ooh, yeah and then shocked his brain and then shocked yeah. the brain That'd be awesome <laughs> again producers if you're listening here's some valuable some stuff valuable this is stuff. what the people want to see yes. in the show and just we're, we're we're full of ideas and anyone else that gets by farley is yeah. has no hesitation to, to use that knife. Nope. She really doesn't care who it is either. In no. fact, she's kind of wanting them to be uh, have at least a few cast-offs that she can take care of because right. she's got some vendettas to carve out here as well. Oh, yes. She is angry about the watch. She yeah. is oh, yeah. angry about what that banshee said outside, and she wants that information that's in there. Yep. So... She yeah. is ready to do it. I see her kind of like in this moment, like, um, oh, from the Bugs Bunny cartoons, a Tasmanian devil, mm-hmm. just spinning with blades, mm-hmm. just slicing up basically everything, just yeah. bouncing side to side. Yeah, just, the widow would do that in season one of Into the Badlands. Oh, Remember, yeah. she would have those knives and she would spin around and do all, oh, yeah. all the high kicks and stuff. Still so awesome. Still Maya Lara. For real. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And that character was a Minerva. Yeah. So there we go. It all comes full circle. It's the most bad a Minerva you will ever see. <laughs> Physically. Yes. Minerva McGonagall is quite the bad a herself. Yes. 
they come to this door that is described as unremarkable, but Mare knows that this is where the records are because she can feel all the electricity behind the door. So this has to be where all of it is kept. So into the records room they go. (laughs) And then right afterwards, Kel's like, here, it's the records room. It's like, we figured that one out for ourselves. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you figure that out all on your own? That's such a good boy, Cal. Good boy. But he's been here before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's also like a little thing. It's records, records room. room on little it. plate on the door. <laughs> he's like, records room. Oh, did you read it? <laughs> good boy. Cal gets a gold star. <laughs> Mare, being the sweet, beautiful little tropical fish that she is, (laughs) expects them to open the door of this room that she's felt this huge electrical pulse behind the door of and see mountains of papers. (laughs) Where would the electricity be coming from? There's this this, like vast machine she can feel behind this door. Yeah. And inside of that machine are a bunch of physical papers the the machine operates little <laughs> pairs of fingers that go through a filing cabinet and find you the document that you need yes we're not going to digitize this oh, no. we're only going to mechanize pulling the records no, with the, fingers the, the fingers will grab it and then it will walk over with it yeah. to a pair of toes that it will sit on and the toes will walk it over to you <laughs> it's really stupid and hilarious the fingers attach it to a pulley and then it the pulleys the paper over to you it's like what where yeah because this in my mind what mayor was picturing is like in spongebob when he's trying to think of something and it's just the filing cabinet yeah. in his, his head and there's like 20 little spongebobs in there trying to figure something out yeah that's how i pictured mayor picturing this but she knows there's all this energy there which is hilarious right. to me but in in all honesty it looks like you know the holodeck room from star trek from the, or like yeah. the room outside the holodeck you know what i'm talking about like yeah. the little place where they program it before you step into it's it it's like nothing yeah 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 mare and farley gasp when they see it because they've heard of things like this but they've never seen it before <sighs> They've never seen a touch screen. Like, they don't... Know what that is. Yeah. They they know what it is, but right. they've never really used one before. Like, yeah. both of them are equally amazed, <gasps> which makes me think that Farley has been in a place like this before, but they probably used older technology. Because... Like a keyboard and a mouse or whatever. Like, right. nothing's had touch screens. Right. Nothing this fancy. So that means she probably, like, never got into... Any type of records room in Archeon. Yeah. Clearly she never had like an iPhone. Well, I mean, yeah. And it's, she, the thing is she knows like roughly how the system works. So clearly she's seen this system before. It's just this specific version. Yeah. Such a high technology Mm -hmm. is, is what she's like. Yeah. And both of them are just like pushing buttons. They're just like, what does this (laughs) do? What does this do? Yeah. It's like everybody's grandma when they got their first computer. It's like, no way, I can use this thing to play solitaire? Yeah, Grandma, it's perfect for solitaire. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Or like, 
my grandma, when she realized that you could deposit checks with your phone. Right. <laughs> like earlier this year. <laughs> you can Late deposit last checks year. with your phone. Yeah. It was so fun. Really? Now, Harry, tell me, what is the purpose of a rubber duck? <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, so <laughs> does Cal know how to use this computer? Well, I th- it finally figures it out pretty quick. Yeah, it, when Cal's it comes up, doing it says, his own thing. Yeah, Cal is is busy maintaining this wall of fire so people can't right, get through. Right, because people trying to get in there. His big dummy fingers are not going <laughs> to be able to. Work like I mean he's so beefy he's probably got sausage fingers anyway like his, you know they need somebody small and nimble to be biceps. able to use this they do they just like flexings one two three four <laughs> you know now that we have a point of reference I think we should use uh, Joseph from Dancing with the Stars yeah as our cow reference body Joseph. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cal should the one be with that Daniela. beefy. <laughs> Maybe a bit beefy. What about Not the way Mare tells it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about well the... she's a seventeen year old girl. And she she's may also be like dramatizing. Five one one oh five. What, you know what, what I mean? about <laughs> what about the beautiful man that's dancing with Emma? What's his <laughs> name? The one that was a, the one that had a phobia uh, of dancing. Trevor Donna? Yeah. Is that Tate Donovan's kid, I wonder? I don't know. Should look it up. He's shredded. Yeah. Is he really now? Yeah. yeah. And he was good. Yeah, he was the sec- good. Did you watch? You didn't watch I have not second. watched the second one He's yet. the one that got so much better. Yeah, they were yeah. like, oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> sidetracked on Dancing, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> so. This season's really good so far, guys. It is. Right? <laughs> we could talk about it for hours. We really could. Anyway. So he's holding everybody off. Farley's kind of figuring this out. Farley actually giggles. <laughs> this I, is the kind of stuff that makes Farley giggle. Yeah. I have in my notes, Mare has to stop her like Mia has to stop me in the mall. <laughs> Mia knows exactly what I'm talking about. When we're going through the mall and I'm like, oh, what is that? And she's like, mom, no. <laughs> I have to be the mother when yeah. we go into the mall. The roles switch and it's weird. No, mom, you don't need to look at every shiny thing. (laughs) It's like, like, what is that? We were going into JCPenney's for a belt and she was like, oh, what's this? I was like, mom, no. But this dress is really cute, mom. Belt. Oh, that dress was really cute, though. Okay. (laughs) So. But Mia, look at this, mom. Mm -mm. (laughs) And then I never thought she was going to come out of Hot Topic. All right. Oh, well, they right. cram so much stuff into such a small space. There's a lot to go through. Then I saw those friendship bracelets and it was over. Hot topic. There's a lot of stuff in there. So? It was really cute, too. They had the whole yeah. Hufflepuff outfit. They did. It was cool. So they find out that you can not only go through and find somebody in the system, but you can print out their record, too. So... They're like... It's going to make Mare happy because she wants paper copies. She wants paper. Even though, you know, the person that she's with, like, literally bursts into flames as a special ability. Let's yeah. make sure we surround him with, with one of the most flammable yes. surfaces on the face of the earth. Well, I mean, they all, there's also, like, you know, their hair. Well, I mean, yeah, but... None of them has a thumb drive? 
do, do those I mean, exist in this? Maybe not. You I mean, would think so. It would be such a smart way to transport things. Probably would, but as an ability, it's a silver that literally so can well take his own spy thumb movies. off and <laughs> put data no, in it. No, he just, he just plugs his thumb uh, into There you go. There you go. <laughs> he doesn't have to take it. He just oh, plugs it in there. Got my thumb drive. Bloop. <laughs> but he, like, <laughs> Cal actually thinks that. Like, he thinks that <laughs> he just sticks his thumb in there. It'll download stuff. Like, guys, why don't we just put it on the thumb drive? <laughs> How did you bring a thumb drive? No, just put your thumb up there. <laughs> Cal fans, I'm so sorry. Uh, we love making fun of how dumb Cal be. Farley's over in the corner holding her stomach laughing so hard. She has tears running down her face. Like she doesn't even know right what a now. thumb drive is, but she knows that he's a big dummy. Uh. Oh. oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Cal, so stupid. We're going to watch the Bake Off after this, too. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be off the hook at the Rockefeller <laughs> house. Off the chain tonight. So gunshots sound and some yelling, and they know that they're running out of time. They've been caught. They figured out why the cameras are out. They, they got like, stuff out. printing. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the middle of printing everything because they're like, hey, wait a minute. Can we you can get, only search for Courant, or we can does get this all this information now and not yeah. have to do this again? So they're typing super fast. She, they, she and Farley are passing the list back and forth to each other, each one at a different terminal, typing stuff in, trying to get as many names as they can before, you know, somebody busts through the door like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> I and ends all this fun. I have to use. I have to use quite a. A weird example here, but when I was in, when I was actually in school, like I actually went physically to school, I had two friends who didn't have internet at their house, so they had to get all their work done at the library. It's like not having a roof at your house. (laughs) So I just imagine them trying to get all their homework done, their online homework, at the library, before it closes, it's like a less intense version of this. Yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, much less intense, but yes. I see what you're saying. Because they also worked really slow. Right. <laughs> Their mom just drops Shots them off at the library. <laughs> she doesn't want to have to sit there and wait for them. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll be back in two hours when you guys are done fiddle-farting around. <laughs> Boy, they got really screwed when the pandemic hit and they had to do remote learning. <laughs> like, oh, well, I guess we got to get the internet now. So they find Ada and they find Walliver and mm-hmm. Cal is starting to get a little antsy. He does not want to be the only one responsible for holding this off because the minute somebody comes through there, he's vulnerable right i want to go back just a second and say how much i relate to mare because she says that she has to hunt down each letter to type out ada wallace in frustratingly slow motions and i'm not a very slow typer but i remember when i was and it was actually frustrating hunt and peck typing yeah 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 good times Or what every old person does now. Yeah. Or when you're just like, you just like forget where a key is on the keyboard. 
And you're just like, what? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my my fingers get going too fast, and I type letters before other letters. Like, <laughs> slow myself down a little bit. I type the same you phrases make- over and over and over again in comments of policies and stuff that I can just type them out without even thinking about it. You know, it's, I do that, too, when I close ORs, and I will type out some of the ones I will actually, once I type it the first time, I'll copy and save it on a Word doc and just copy and paste it back I in. Do, I have quicker. a Word document of commonly typed yeah. phrases, but sometimes it's just easier for me to type it out than it yeah, is when to shorter. switch over the screen. Yeah, yeah like I, the number of times I have to type not required in a day is astronomical. It'll be much nicer when you have three screens. But then you can that have stuff true. up everywhere. That is true. I don't even use three screens at the office, so... If I get to the point where I have all three screens at home, it'll be a big, big plus. Anyway. Anyway. So. They find lots of people on this list. They find the girl in the Newtown slums. They find a 70-year-old grandmother in someplace called Cancorda. Twin boys on the Barn Islands? Is that how? B-A-H-R-N. Barn. We're going to call it Barn. And Mare thinks that she should feel ecstatic that they're finding all of these people and they're going to have, you know, such great information. But then she starts thinking to herself, because Mare can't let herself be happy for more than five minutes, she starts thinking, this is too many people. There's too many names. We have too many people we have to save. We've... (sighs) We've gotten this far, and we've only technically saved, what, we're on one person mm-hmm. now, and they've already alerted people. So, you know, they're only technically, in her mind, one person ahead of Maven. So she's like, so many of these people are going to die, and I can't save everyone. This is such a fruitless journey. Also, it's like, <laughs> will you let yourself have a victory moment? Also, hang on. You knew, I mean, you, you ha- you've had this list. Yeah. Did you never think maybe I should go through and just, like, see about how many people we're dealing with? Right. It, it, it took you till now? You, you got twins. She didn't know how books... You're going to get two for one there. She didn't know how books work. She just thought those first two pages she saw was it. She didn't realize <laughs> there was a bunch of pages behind <laughs> it. She just opened it exactly halfway. Those are the only ones that she saw. Right. That's it. That's how books work. That's that's how it works. Oh, great. Okay, cool. But she just needed a reason to be sad, honestly. Well, because she's mayor. Because she's mayor. So every party needs a pooper. That's why we invited mayor. Yep. Hey, guys. I'm here to make it depressing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so the wall does explode in like a battering ram, and mm-hmm. a stone skin literally comes through it like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Which but, is exactly what Cal was afraid of because that's something he can't stop. And here's right. this rhinoceros of a person charging them. Yeah. He grabs Farley while she's still tearing paper off the printer. I'm guessing this is like a dot matrix printer. Yeah, Probably. yeah, yeah. Like from old episodes of Homestar Runner. Yeah. Right. So she's grabbing paper off the printer while the stone skin is... Get trying to grab her away from it, and he throws her, and like her head bounces off the glass of the observation window in there. Uh, yeah, I wish you could see the faces we're making right now. Yeah. It's 
probably one of those thuds. If you've ever seen or heard anybody hit their head really hard like that, you know what that thud sounds like. And everybody probably just stopped in that moment and went, ugh. Yeah. Leave my Farley alone. That's <laughs> Girl, are your ears bleeding? Because that looks like it hurt. So Farley's flung against the uh, observation glass. Yeah, Cal is able to wrestle the stone skin off of Farley. But now he's left the other side open again. Yeah. They got to go. Yeah. Mare has thankfully tucked away all the papers since Cal is just flinging fire around. <laughs> like uh, Mario, if you stepped on the controller while he had the firepower thing and just kept hitting B over and over and over again. Flinging turtles. Throwing fireballs everywhere. <laughs> like... He's literally fired up, like, yeah. in the physical and literal and, sense. Yes. They, yeah. He is done with trying to hold off all these people. They the, need to get out of here right now. Yes, in the physical and metaphorical sense. Mayor knows that in order to have somewhat of a moment of trying to hide their tracks, that she has to destroy all of this. So she smashes her fist down onto one of the screens and just shoots electricity through it and shorts out the whole system. Just all gone before they leave. So they've wiped any trace of what they searched. Kind of smart for somebody who's never dealt with big technology like that. Right. Farley's staggering around she's bleeding a little bit she's not really steady on her feet and she says this is the part where we run and it's like um where are we supposed to run right. to? Where? <laughs> we're too high up to jump out the window which is usually her first go-to right they can't do that they can't go back out the way they came in because that's where Clearly. everybody's going to be coming from right so Cal looks down at the floor, which is conveniently made of wood. And he says, down. And he just shoots fire down at the floor. And they fall through a couple levels of floor until they're low enough to be able to jump out the window. I know Cal isn't the smartest, but he didn't think to give them a slight bit of warning before he just burned the floor beneath them. Yeah, especially Farley I, is all yeah, she's, she's discombobulated, yeah. and she's got head injury. She's really disoriented right yeah. now. She's got to have a concussion. Right. Yeah. He's just like, all right, I'm going to set everything on fire, and we're going to go down. Mm. And I was also thinking, like, don't these buildings have, like, concrete in between them, or piping, or wires? Girders, or? at least. Some, I, kind, yeah, some kind of steel think. frame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we could get into, like, some 9-11 science, but I don't think Cal can produce the same heat that (laughs) jet-fueled flame ball can do. I mean, I guess maybe he can have enough fire to burn through the floor, but I don't know. Seems like a plot convenience theater point to me. That was the only part of this where I was kind of like, oh, okay, I see. Maybe that's just me. No, that's a good point. A very valid point. But they have plot armor. That's true. Farley jumps out the window and literally lands on top of a guard and knocks him over. <laughs> She's so amped up, she gets up, grabs the guard, and throws him over the bridge. 
Love it. And just just splats him. Just like oh goodness. Okay. Love it. Love it. We are we are in this now. Death. Love it. That gives Cal an idea. Throw people off the bridge. We're throwing people now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not quite. It's a... time to play some shop. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Mayor shot put time. Yep. She doesn't have any time to argue with him or prepare or anything. He just tosses her. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And right before he lets her go, he just says, "Explode when you hit." And she's like, "Is she an angry oh. bird?" <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like this is a little insight to what their life would be like together when they got married, if they get married. Yeah. I'm going to put any kind of expectations on any of this, how it all ends. But, uh, like, this Me would just be... having broken thrown over right, here. Right, right, This would just be, you know, like, what they do in an afternoon when they're yeah. bored. Like, set up a bunch <laughs> of stuff, and then he just tosses her, and she explodes when she hits it. Like, this is what they do for fun. <laughs> Because she's so tiny and light, and he's so big and beefy, it's she just becomes like a bowling ball. Yeah, she's she's heading for a window. Obviously, is what he's throwing her through is a window to get out, and she's like, I really hope it's not diamond glass. Because <laughs> I'm just kind of like, screwed. Thump, and then she falls down to the floor. <laughs> it's like but a, I'm like guessing a scene how, out of some cartoon where it's yeah. just like. <laughs> yeah i'm guessing cal would know like, like already noise. yeah cal would know already that this building it doesn't have diamond glass in right because he wouldn't throw her at it if there was well, a chance would, that it would be you would think you would so think, <laughs> cal's not the smartest no but i think he knows what happens when a body hits diamond glass sure, sure. is he thinking that may be diamond glass <laughs> I, I I feel like that might be something. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. No, I think this is what went through his head. Mm. Throw. Cal, throw. Yeah, pretty much. About <laughs> it. Swing. Yeah. <laughs> Wee. So she kind of does like this barrel roll through a window type thing, and you know, I'm lands like Black Widow with the one hand down, yeah. and then flips her hair up over her shoulder. And uh, there's plush gold carpet in here. It's a library. So full of flammable things that we should not bring Cal around. <laughs> hey, Cal! Come, come, come here. Come look at this. Cal flings Farley through the now exploded window, and Farley, who's really not having a good night, bowls Mare over. So now <laughs> she has hit her head on a window. She has landed on top of a guard and then thrown him off a bridge. And now she's been thrown directly through a window into Mare. <laughs> she is going through it tonight. <laughs> so Poor now thing. they both have concussions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could just see Farley standing up and be like, Cal, do it again. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> We're going to try that again later. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> so the bridge around them, like floods with guards and everything like that and they see a falling flame come down from the top and it's like uh what is going on and it's cal obviously he sets himself on fire as he's falling and then extinguishes right before he hits 
the wall, but he like misses the ledge, so he doesn't catch onto it. So he's good enough to throw Farley <laughs> through a window to where she bowls into all four feet of mare. Oh, but so when jumping he also off has thing, perfect aim, right? Like they landed in the same exact, exact place. Spot. Yeah. <laughs> but when he jumps off a off a ledge onto a bridge or whatever, he can't grab a hold of it. So. Long story short, Mayor has to grab him and basically keep him from going over the edge of this thing. But he's so big and muscly that it takes both her and Farley to like... Or Farley grabs him. Right! Right. But she doesn't have a good grip on him. She's also probably concussed and been thrown into things. So Mayor's the one that has to go over there and like save Five foot one, 98 pounds soaking wet frame. Right. She She wants her to haul him up and over. But instead, Mare sends lightning up to the bridge where all the guards and everything are. They've all run out and they've got guns trained on Cal ready to shoot since he's hanging over the edge of this thing. And she sends lightning up there instead. And it splinters the wood for the bridge and she realizes that if she does it again, the whole bridge is going to collapse and all those guards that are on there are going to fall to their death. Yeah. And makes you wonder, why did they make everything out of wood? <laughs> and Mare's also like, I want it to collapse. She like, really does. Sometimes Mare kind of sounds like a psychopath. Yeah, I mean. Like just a little bit. She has her reasons. Mare reaches over and grabs Cal and pulls him up. <laughs> Mostly because Farley at this point is like, Mare! I am literally going to drop him if you don't do something now. And they, they, you know. Do you want your beefy boyfriend yeah. or not? Because he's going to splat a tad if you don't. Yes, he is. Help me out. And because they've now touched each other, and it's apparently electrical sparks even without Mare's ability when they touch each other, now they're both all like googly-eyed for a moment and farley's like later <laughs> we do not have time farley I, like if i were in that precise situation that would be me pretty much yes. yeah i should be like guys we no we do not have time not for this. now cal clearly At knows this room. We get back to the jet okay yeah can't deal with it cal clearly knows this room because he crosses directly over to a bookshelf and, like, moves some stuff around and a secret passage opens. You know, sliding bookshelf type so cool thing. Clearly yeah. Cal has used these before. Several yeah. times, yeah. And they're, you know, wooden steps that are smooth from hundreds of years of use. So the royal family has been sneaking around in these things for generations, long, 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 long time. And they dead end at a stone wall. And Cal puts his ear up to it to see if he can hear anything on the other side. So there's obviously a passage there as well. And all Mare can hear is just like her own heart beating and them breathing. But Cal obviously has a much more trained ear to hear what is going on behind the wall. And what does he hear? Nothing. That's good, right? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he wanted to hear. Yay. Nothing. There's nobody out there. So he says, stay on my feet, and that they're going to head to the gate yard after he opens the 
he he wants them to stay Open on his sustain. feet. That would hurt after a while, you you, right? Pretty much, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I'm. Farley's not happy. She doesn't want to take. I My know. brain is. It's not functioning at full capacity. Farley doesn't want to take the surface roads she, to the gate yard, but Cal is like the tunnels are out. We don't have a choice. We have to do it this way. Right. We've got to get out. That's the only way that we can do it. And she's bummed out because she doesn't have her knife. And she's like, well, at least maybe I can pick up a knife off somebody if there's an armory or something. And he's like, nope, not time for stopping. We can't do anything like that. Like, we're just going to have to be enough. You have me and Mare, and that's the only weapons that we're going to have at this point in time. Farley's not too keen on that. No, she's really not. But I think she just mostly wants a weapon. Yes. She doesn't like not having yeah. a weapon. I mean, the woman sleeps with two guns on her. Yeah. Right. So she, she doesn't feel right not having a weapon. She kind of has a weapon tucked on her person somewhere at all times. At all times. Like Lassie from Psych. Pretty much, yeah. He has like 11 guns hidden in his apartment somehow. God bless you, Lassie. Yeah. So they go through this entrance hall, and Cal blasts fire all the way through it to clear anybody that may have been standing there that he missed. And the big, huge painting of Maven that's hanging in the entrance hall gets burned up with it, and Mare has to kind of stop for a little bit and watch it burn. I feel a little bit of satisfaction for that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. As long as she didn't turn it into something depressing. Yeah. No? No? Not happening. She probably does, but we just don't hear we about it. We just don't it. hear about it. She's going to later, probably. She just, her brain, not now. Right. Cal goes right through the fire, obviously, and leaves like a little space for the others to go through. Like a swole Cal-sized space. Yeah, so they yeah. don't get, so they don't get burnt. I like uh, to imagine it's actually just like his, his body from when much. he went through the like it's just that shape. So it's like a man-sized and shaped hole that they have to somehow get through. That makes sense. Yeah. I have to do like some acrobatics to actually get through it. I mean, I don't know if he's that big, it'd just be like The far was relatively just, tall too. That's true. That's true. You can't just easily get through his yeah. form. Yeah. But any anybody that gets through the fire, the nymphs and stone skins, Mare is able to dispatch. So nobody even gets close to Farley. They do a pretty good job of keeping everybody away. But nobody can really run fast because there's so much smoke and everybody's freaking out. So they're kind of just moving slow, like little bits at a time, how, however much they can, they can get, get through. Get. And all of a sudden, they're surrounded. There's rows and rows and rows of officers. And they're shouting at them, Submit to arrest Mayor Barrow, and submit to arrest Tiberius Calor. And she's like, I haven't heard anybody call him Tiberius in like a really long time. Meaning five days. It's been right. like five days since she's heard him called Tiberius. Yeah. It's insane. Also, Farley is like in between them or whatever, and she's like, What am I? 
I don't. I'm here too, guys. Okay, I'll just walk. I'll just go ahead and leave. Can I go? Well, she just she just sets her feet and stands there too. Like, I mean, I guess if we're gonna stare all these people down, we're gonna stare all these people down. And you know, Cal's looking around for an escape, and he can't find anything. And he and Mayor lock eyes, and she says he looks sad and alone because Aww. these are people that once he would have been able to just say a word and they would have done whatever he wanted and now they're all ready to kill him. It's like a lost little puppy. And he kind of knows probably also the only way they're going to have any chance of getting out of here is if he starts killing them. Right. And he doesn't want to do that. No. And then what happens? Uh, Shade. Shade Shade pops in to say hi. Yay! Shade happens. Shade happens. A familiar... Hand slips around her wrist. Yay. And then all of a sudden her stomach is turning inside out and she knows what that means. She can tell whose hand it is just by feeling it around her wrist. To be fair, I'd probably know, like, my brother's hand if it closed around my wrist. Right. She probably also knows the... Uh, my brother's the, have beefy hands. The feel and sensation because he's done it before yeah. recently, teleporting her. Yeah, that's what I would say. So is she's, does he take her and Farley out together or just her first? Shade. It. I mean, the way it's written, it's everybody at the same time. I think... Spe- so I don't know exactly how that happens. It specifically references Farley going with her, like something about Farley. So I think he at least took her and Farley at the same time. Yeah. Because Farley doesn't and like And then immediately jumping. went back. I don't know. Or he took them all three. Because they, it was relatively simultaneously. Yeah. And, like, I guess that's kind of the point. But yeah. it's like Mare pops back and then, like, she hears Farley vomiting. She doesn't like teleporting. No, she really doesn't. No. She can handle flying just fine. Just fine. I imagine they're quite different things. Yeah, because Shade doesn't fly very well. Right. But, like, he can handle teleporting. Teleporting, because he does it all the time. Right. Mare doesn't like the feeling of it being so cold where she is, meaning that Cal is not there around to be my, the walking furnace. <laughs> my beefy incubator isn't here. So she's like, Cal? And he's like, I'm here. And Come and warm me. Yeah, she he starts to reach out and touch her shoulder, and she like pulls away from him. Like, I said, no distractions. <sighs> Do what has warmth or not, girl? Yes, no. <laughs> no, yes. Mm, yes. Cal, are you okay? Yes, I am. I don't no. care. <laughs> Whatever. Cal, where are you? I'm right here, Mayor. Okay, Get away from me. Right. Don't touch me. Okay, I'm leaving. Wait, Cal, come here. Leave. Cal, come here right now. Yeah, I'm here. Get away from me. Such a teenage girl. (laughs) Pretty much. She gets up to her feet after... I'm going to play these back when I turn 17 and I'm going to be like, I'm not like this, am I? You're going to be exactly like this. Only not in this type of situation. Exactly like that? No. No. I mean, you're going to be very similar to it. You're already indecisive now. You can't even decide whether or not you're in the side. <laughs> I'm not even going 
going to argue with you guys. <laughs> There's no point. <clears throat> so Shade is standing over her, and she thinks that he's, like, glaring at her. Like, how could you leave me there? So she gets up, and she starts to apologize. Because, of course, everything is her fault. Yes. Correct. She's like, I shouldn't have left you. Blah, blah, the weight blah, blah, of the blah, world blah, 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 blah. is on this 17-year-old girl's shoulders. But that is not what Shade is standing over her for. He is just so darn happy to see her okay. And he crushes her into a giant hug and Aww. shuts her up before she can stop her incessant rambling. Yeah. Just reminds me of when my brothers hug me. And I feel like my bones are about to break. Yeah. Your brothers are very strong. They are. And, and they he's also scared for her in this point. In this point in time. Because he knows they've already been through the security center. It's on fire. So they must have been through something very, very traumatic. So he's worried about her. And she's like, I'm fine. You know, whatever. And, you know, they're they're kind of having another moment and Farley again is like no time people no emotions here save that for when we get back on the jet we gotta move we gotta move we gotta go find Walliver they gotta get to Battle Garden because they found out when they looked him up that Krantz's information did pay off and all the things that he said about Walliver were right so he wasn't lying about that part at least right and they're not far yeah they're not very far from it at all so they need to get it because I mean he can only teleport so far. So it's not like they're out of harm's way here. They've Everybody knows that they were just in the security center. Yeah. Probably going to be Which means that Maven probably knows by now yes. wherever he is. So they got to move. So, yeah. She's right. They got to find Walliver. Yeah. Walliver. Sounds like a Muppet. I know, right? <laughs> Cal gets up and he's kind of wobbly. He's not happy because he knows that Silver's died back there and there's nothing he can do about it. Dude! But she just doesn't like they the way his eyes kill look. You. His eyes look sad and, and she doesn't want him to have sad eyes. Aww. So she rips him out of his skull. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, that escalated. <laughs> She she just she wants him to be like Mr. Potato Head, where you can just like change the eyes out. Yeah, right. no no sad. No sad I brought your happy eyes. eyes. Your happy your, eyes. And also your, your angry eyes. eyes. Right, in just case, in case you know we yeah. need to do some look menacing. Yeah. Farley knows this way apparently because she's pulling them through abandoned shops and all this other stuff to avoid the main roads because that's where they're most likely going to run into the troops. And they don't know what shade is. They don't know what they're dealing with. So they're not going to expect them to be as far away from the security center as they are. They're going right. to still be expecting them trying to run out of the security center. Right. So they're waiting for all the officers to clear out of the streets. Mare's muttering. We get a mutter count in here. She's still trying to apologize to Shade, and he's just, like, shaking his head, like, stop, you don't need to apologize. You know, you did what you had to do. I'm she here. She just won't let it go. Uh, have you met Mayor? Pretty much. I mean, 
The title of the episode we just released was called Obsess Much. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what Mayor does. Yeah. Yep. It's like, he said he's fine. It's fine. You did what you had to do. Let's move on before somebody dies. Yep. She's telling herself in her head she's no better than Maven. She betrayed her oh own brother. God. Blah, 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 blah. These are the parts, I'm going to be honest, where I really hate Mare. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's like. I really hate her. Girl, you know, if you weren't such a downer sometimes, you may be more tolerable. She might also be a slightly happier person. Yeah, yeah. and everyone around her would probably also be happier because they don't have to listen to right. her right. be negative all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. She asks Shade what happened to Krantz. And Krantz says, or Shade says that he got him away from the sea skulls and then he went his own way. He's got to do his own thing because he can't go back to where he's from because he'll be captured and killed. There's nothing for him here anymore. And Mare's like, well, I know how that feels because she's in pity party mode. Right. It's, yeah, the... The downer times when she's just like, oh, everything I do is crap, does test your patience, Yeah. to be honest. To, I mean, just there are parts of the book it's where I'm like, just like, okay, we get it. How, how did Kalorn put up with her for so long? That's a really good question. They kind of fall in with a group that's moving through you know, the tail end of a group so they can get over to the battle garden. Shade runs up on Mare. She's not really paying attention to where they're going. He runs up and stops her short and apologizes. She's like, what do you have to apologize for? I'm the one that left you, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, you know, stopping her train of thought. And he's like, I'm sorry, and just takes a step back. And they're at the battle garden, which is a really pretty garden full of greenery and shrubbery and statues. And the largest statue has a rope dangling from its hand. And hanging from the rope is a body. And it's not naked or wearing a medallion like the red watch. It's just a regular boy in regular clothes. And from the looks of him, he's been recently executed. There's no guards here. There's no mourners. Just one little boy strung up all by himself. We found Walliver. Hey, guys. We found Walliver. Yep. Having just seen his picture on his ID when they found his name at the security center, Mayor realizes that this is Walliver. So somebody already knows why they're here and found him first. Yeah. Somebody. Coincidentally, also the only person that Krantz knew where he lived. Yes. So, Krantz could have been the one that turned Walliver in. Could have been. Could have been. Or Maven was already looking for these people, too. That's true, and Maven's already there. Yeah. Or he's got spies out ahead of him. Who knows? We'll have to wait to, for the next chapter to find out, because that's our... Cliffhanger Next for this week. Gonna be Mare bad. is going to be unbearable after this. But 
on a sort of silver lining, we will go from an unbearable mare to an even more unbearable character that makes mare better. Good God. We, oh, yeah. yeah. It's that time. It's, we're getting close. Uh, it's a little later than you think it is. I know because last time I re- reread through this, which is actually pretty recently, it's she comes in a little later. Than well, we're up to does. chapter. We're halfway through the book. Yeah. Yes. There. So, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Lord. We'll get there. If anyone has already finished this book, you probably know who we're talking about. And then the next yeah. book, we get some from her point of view. Several. It's so Several. Annoying. Spoiler alert. Hang on for that. Oh, God. Well, guys, we really hope that you enjoyed this discussion for Chapter 15. And thank you for letting us split it into two parts. I really felt like we got a much better chance to cover it in depth and how all of this went down. Because they had a choice. Right. <laughs> Right. We decided for you. We made that executive decision. <laughs> we really know what's best for the podcast and the direction that we want to take. And actually, we just got really tired and <laughs> last week and like we wanted to ha- wanted to was, come back at least somewhat fresh. For it was this after part nine o'clock. Right. We were we were beat, but we also want to give you guys the best discussion that we can. So if that means that we have to split some things up so we can get the good in-depth discussion, then we'll do that. So make sure you join in on the discussion. Catch us over on Instagram. It is at Reading with the Rockefellers. You can find out all of our behind-the-scenes stuff, find out when episode drops are, all that good stuff. Um, You can email us. We like to get fan art, fan casting ideas, Anything that you want to email over to the show, connect with us, you can do that. It's readingwiththerockefellers at gmail.com. We also have our website. You can find all of our episodes there, our fan art, pictures of our four-legged mascots for the show. All of that is available at www.readingwiththerockefellers.com. And then all of season one is available over on our YouTube channel. So you can check that out. And it is Reading with the Rockefellers as well. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. We love you so much. And we will be back next week with another discussion episode. Bye. 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 No.